Radio. and gentlemen, boys and girls, recorded live before a studio audience in the Fortress of Solitude, Castaway's Podcast Network proudly presents Made Up Movies, and now your host, The game show where contestants pitch their ridiculously random movie reboots and secure funding from their fellow ener- energetically eccentric executives. As always, I'm here with three incredible top-of-the-line aspiring movie producer podcasters who are going to try to make some calls and, and sell you on the next Hollywood blockbuster. And the contestants are... From the Everything I Learned From Movies podcast, Izzy! <laughs> and from the Happily Ever Aftermath podcast, we have two contestants... Ryan and Diana, welcome! Hi! Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Ryan Hi, Mom! Die. Ryan, I! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, for those of you tuning in for the first time, our competitors are given randomly drawn movies, stars, genres, and settings to pitch their own movie to the other contestants as studio executives in order to get the highest possible budget. However, because they're working in the studio system... <laughs> the executives may have some notes that must be taken into account in order to get their blessing. After the pitches are made, each contestant will get 30 seconds to pitch their visions one last time. Budgets will be assigned, and a winner is crowned. Make sense? Good! <laughs> also, if you'd like to be a part of the action, reach out to our sponsor, Everything I Learned From Movies. Yes, Made Up Movies is proudly sponsored by the good people of the podcast, Everything I Learned From Movies, who discuss bad questionable movies, great beer, and funny third thing. Hit them up on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Perfect. All right, so first up, Izzy, make up that movie. All right, I drew my cards. So here we go. This is a reboot of Medea Goes to Jail. <laughs> Already sold. Starring George Lopez and Harrison Ford. Uh, oh it's God. a World War II tragedy. Oh, wow. <laughs> set in a movie theater. <laughs> Think How the Grinch Stole Christmas meets West Side Story. It's called <laughs> Medea's Lost uh, Background. <laughs> the Medea Story. Ah, nice. Uh, yeah, that was a lot quicker than a minute, so... <laughs> Um, Di- uh, Diana, would you like to be our first executive? Uh, yes. Uh, Izzy, I'm in, I'm intrigued by your pitch. Now, close your eyes and pitch this reboot to me again from memory. Oh, no. Well, um, Harrison Ford and George Lopez are going to be starring in a Medea reboot, uh, taking place in World War II. Uh, Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be the uh, the Medea, the Medea story. It's the tragic her tragic background. I forgot the rest of it already. Oh, oh think uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas meets West Side Story. 
But feel free to elaborate on the movie as you go along, too. Like, it's going to... Oh, well, obviously it's going to be a musical. Obviously. Obviously. Harrison Ford and George Lopez are known for their incredible singing skills. (laughs) And here's the thing. Like, in all the trailers and that, we're not going to tell you which one plays Medea. Oh, wait, one of them is Medea. Of course! Okay. They're starring in it. All right, all right. (laughs) It's going to make for quite an ending. (laughs) All right, uh, Ryan, you got a question? Yeah, I, I would like you to pitch for me why teenagers are going to like this movie, but give me the pitch as though you're suspicious that you're being filmed for a reality TV show. All right, well, obviously Harrison Ford is an icon of multiple generations with all of his classic and enduring characters. George Lopez is going to help reach out to uh, the, the less white audiences out there. Like, <laughs> like me! <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're branching across a ton of different demographics, and being a musical um, is really like, that's what the kids want these days, because they're all like... Believers and Swifties and stuff. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I just need a little more elaboration. Can you pitch me why you chose Harrison Ford and you'd better wow me? Harrison Ford, known for Indiana Jones and Blade Runner. I wanted to bring the gravitas to a World War II tragedy that can only be like developed within a Medea story. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right, all right, good to know. And I'm sorry, what was the name of that movie again? The Medea Story. Oh, just The Medea Story. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. All right, excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you, Izzy. We'll definitely take that into consideration as studio executives. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right. Uh, Here, I'll go go next. How about that? Um, Let me get a couple. So you need a red. So in this order? Oh, yeah, Uh, you got to send all the... Just send them a picture of it instead of typing it. Yeah, yeah, here's one for you. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to take a picture of the two cards. Oh, good call. And you guys can pick who's who's who. Uh, I am going to pull Steve's other cards. And I swear I'm not looking. And yeah, you can't see them. No, no, no. I believe in the integrity of this game. Oh, we are nothing if not integral. <laughs> to this podcast? Yes. It, it's good that you're integral because we're derivative. <laughs> <laughs> Integers. <laughs> Diana does not approve. All right, now for my pitch. All right, guys. This is a reboot of Field of Dreams, starring Jet Li and Taylor Swift. Uh, uh, It's a stoner comedy (laughs) set in a bird's nest. (laughs) Uh, Think Space Jam meets the Karate Kid. And I call it Swift as Time. Oh. Okay. Uh, that title sucks. Make up a new one. <laughs> With pleasure. Um, <laughs> you have a minute. Um, <laughs> Dream Fighter. <laughs> and I and I say that because okay, we all watch Feel the Dreams because you know it's a sport movie where uh, men cry at the end because it's got daddy stuff going on, right? Yeah. Well, what if it's, it's Jet Lee? Jet Lee's gonna be. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I believe I'm the one pitching here. I'm, I'm the one pitching the I'm movie here. I'm so excited. I'm no, so excited. <laughs> I mean, there is obviously being a stoner comedy, there's going to be a little bit of martial arts involved. That's why we have Jet Lee. Yeah. And Taylor Swift. A lot of people don't know this. She's such a great dancer because of her martial arts training. 
That makes sense. Ah, that does make sense. Oh, mm, uh, yeah. And the whole, uh, it, obviously, that's why it's, you know, Karate Kid meets Space Jam as well, mm-hmm. because of uh, all the amazing, uh, let's say, interdimensional stuff's going to be going on. Because, obviously, Field of Dreams is not just baseball. It's about the dreamscape and the dream universe and how that's going to be, uh, you know, accessed uh, through the uh, the stoner aspect of the stoner comedy. Um, <laughs> and uh, they all live in a bird's nest, apparently. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So I'm intrigued, but, uh, okay, you still have to make up a new title. Uh, Nothing more, but it must include the word fist. Oh, fuck yeah, I can. Uh, (laughs) Fist of legend, field of dreams. Uh, Enter the fist. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Fist 2 in the search for Fisty's gold. Uh, wait, am I just listing off new new titles starring Fist? No. Uh, that's all That's all that was needed. Yeah, which one's your favorite? Uh, out of all those, I'd have to go with uh, Mr. Fister's Wild Ride. No, I don't know. Uh, oh, my. <laughs> Mr. Fister's Crazy Dream. Dream Fister. There we are. Boom. Got it. Ah. I, I still have time, right? Yeah, Dream Fister. <laughs> Uh, babe, babe, do you have a... Is, oh, yes, I do. Tell me, describe the villain of this movie. Um, obviously it's Jet Li beating the... Sh- no, uh, no, uh, okay, <laughs> no, I got it. The villain of this movie. All right, so obviously heartwarming tale of a brother and sister, Jet Li and Taylor Swift, trying to, you know, communicate with their dead father, who's able to access them, uh, through the... The super sticky icky that gets them so high they can access. Uh, oh, it's super sticky icky they found in a bird's nest and they get oh. so high they're able to access the dream universe and blah blah blah. Uh, only to find out their dad is being kept prisoner. You would think by like a Freddy Krueger or something like that. You're absolutely right. Played by Jason <laughs> Statham. <laughs> Hence. Jet Li versus Jason Statham, as in the one, as in war, as in I'm assuming is going to happen in Expendables 4, but it's going to come to its penultimate match, which I think is like third to last. No, I don't know what penultimate means. Uh, in <laughs> Dream Fister coming this fall. And I think that's it. Hey. So, uh, so how much can me. I put you down for? No. Uh, <laughs> green light from me. All right. So, <laughs> all right, next up, uh, Diana or Ryan? Which one do you want to go first? Ryan, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go first. All right, I guess I'm sending out the same stuff. Here, I'll, uh, I'll, I can read them off to them, like, like read it in this category. So I'm going to read you guys your cards, and then while I'm doing it, you have to come up with the movie title. Oh, there you go. You want to do that? And I'll send the, the studio executive question for the other one? Sure. Okay, so wait, is this going to be... Uh, you're going to read it off and, and that's that, that'll be part of the final cut or do we repeat it back after? Nope, that can be the final cut. We'll do this like... Yeah, sure, it'll save a little like time. Like we're hosting. Okay, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to try to write it down while you're saying it. So, okay. All, All right, I'll go nice and slow for at you. The same time. Okay. So who's okay. going? Is it, who's going first, it's r- Ryan? It's Ryan. Ryan. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. All right. Ryan. Oh, uh, first Steve's going to send the... Ex- well, you you can read it while I'm sending this okay. to... Ryan, one minute from when I finish talking you is what the time you have to come up with a title. This is a reboot of Goodfellas. Ooh. Starring Rihanna and Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a political thriller set at a high-stakes fashion show. Think Django Unchained meets Deadpool. 
Guys, I'm fucking in. I don't know about you. But... <laughs> well, uh, set me up for a lot of um, like kind of racially charged content there, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, if, right, if it helps your creative process, you can read it as well and then finish it off with your title. Okay, sure. Um, or not, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, it, this is a reboot of Goodfellas starring Rihanna and Wesley Snipes. It's a uh, it's a political thriller set in a fashion show, which, you know, I, Goodfellas is in its own way kind of a political thriller in its own right. You know, the power plays and the except in, instead of about, uh, you know, profitable criminal enterprises, it's all about uh, uh, gaining the, uh, the 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 respect of your fickle peers in the fashion world. So and, and that, yeah, I think like. Django Unchained meets Deadpool because it's going to be very, uh, you know, think of like Ray Liotta's uh, narration to the audience, but with like, a, a, you know, just imagine like Ryan Reynolds doing it in a funny way, but it, 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 it's Wesley Snipes uh, and Rihanna. <laughs> uh, and it's called, um, it's called Good Fashion. <laughs> Excellent. Nice. Thank you. Uh, Diana, do you have a, a question? All right. All right. So, uh, uh, what, uh, what could you get Rihanna to do on camera with my daughter to make sure she goes viral? Well, um, obviously she would be, uh, she would be sliding into the, the Ray Liotta part of the original film and, and, uh, yeah, you know, if we really want to tap into that, uh, popularity, uh, you know, from your music background, I think that like as she's as she's strutting down the catwalk, she like turns it into a dance, but it's going to be like a, one of those TikTok dances, you know, with like the the really kind of like exaggerated, uh, you know, what the kids are into. Uh huh. Where's Where's my daughter in this? Oh, she's uh, uh she could be like the next um uh she, she can be like the next uh model coming down the the runway behind her. Okay. Uh yeah, like uh yeah, you know, it, it'll be like a an analog to the Lorraine Barocco character and they they wind up like just kind of doing this little like fashion dance together but a TikTok dance, you know. I don't know who Lorraine Barocco is. What it's it's guaranteed to go viral? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. I believe 100%. I believe you. <laughs> like executive Diana. Uh okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, Ryan, I, I got to stop you right there. Okay. I, I need to ask a favor, really. My Uncle Dean is the coolest dude I know. What mm-hmm. role could he play in this movie? Uh, the 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 Don. Uh, what was his name of the original? Paul? Paulie something? There was a Paul Don Sorvino? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Paul Sorvino. Yeah, what was his character's name? Uh, oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, the Paul Sorvino role, definitely. Well, that, well that, Don that, I mean, Dean now, so... Yeah, yeah, Don <laughs> Dean. Yeah, he's the... Yeah, I mean, he... What is what is a, a local mob underboss if not everyone's cool uncle? You know, and and yeah, you know he's and and he he owns the fashion label. You know, he kind of like wants everyone to to keep things geared toward the business. And when people go off in their own uh, in their own directions and try to you know get famous independently of the business, he doesn't like it. And and it, you know in both the original and the remake, there's drugs involved, just more on like the kind of consumption side. So okay, excellent. excellent. Yeah. Steve here, our other executive, uh-huh. is very easily offended. It's true. Mm-hmm. So what moments in your movie is he going to find extraordinarily offensive? Your Goodfellas meets Django meets Deadpool. What? How am I going to get offended <laughs> in this movie? When is he going to clutch his pearls? I, I like that I have an answer for this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to say, um, you know, clearly we, we want to... Uh, 
appeal to to audiences of all you know racial and ethnic backgrounds it, it's definitely important to to be sensitive to, uh, to to those you know social issues but it's even more important to uh you know get all all those people into you know into the seats and paying money at the box office so um yeah i definitely think uh he's probably going to to be a little bit horrified at at what we do with this kind of you know django unchained oriented uh uh, plot, yes. Now, I I don't want to say that like the uh, that the contracts that these fashion models enter into is like a historical allegory for slavery, but uh, I definitely expect some think pieces to be written. Ooh, you're walking a thin line there, but I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, oh, greenlit. <laughs> Yay. Where, where is my response? If we're talking about Steve being offended, it's going to be PG thirteen. Oh, boo! <laughs> You take out the heart and soul of the movies. <laughs> Steve, where are you going to be offended at this movie? We've cast Taylor Leone as a love interest. No! <laughs> I don't want to see her and Rihanna hook up. <laughs> I want to hear Rihanna scream fuck at the top of her lungs. All right. <laughs> Just like in that dream fester. No. Uh, so, <laughs> so moving on. Controversial. All right. We got one more. We got Diana pitching. Hey, go ahead. You can tell her. All right. So, Diana. Yes. This is a reboot of The Green Lantern, starring Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. Uh, isn't that like in the works? <laughs> Sorry. Hush, Steve. Uh, it's a black comedy. <laughs> it's a black comedy. It's, a, it's what it says. It's what it says. <laughs> It, uh, set in a college frat house. Think Wolf of Wall Street needs apocalypse now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Diana, you have one minute to come up with a title. Oh, okay. Um, so... This is not helpful that I went down the road thinking that this was Green Mile, not Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, that whole college frat thing was really working well for me, especially the Wolf of Wall Street stuff. All right, all right. You're part of the Marvel Universe, or the DC Universe, remember this. Oh, yes, okay, so Green, green Lantern uh, needs to find some uh, new... Uh, a new reboot. Oh, crap. Jordan. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Stop it. Stop it. Okay, so Michael B. Jordan is Green Lantern. <laughs> and what's going to be kind of multiverse about it is that Jamie Foxx will be Electro from Marvel, and there will be so many lawsuits happening right now. And that's what's going to create a Deadpool-esque opportunity for black comedy, be it uh, a little bit dark, but also um, uh, uh, racially uh, uh, leaning. <laughs> Because if anyone can forgive Michael B. Jordan, or if anyone will forgive anybody, it's going to be Michael B. Jordan and Academy Award winner Jamie Foxx. Unfortunately, it's going to be like the origin story. So it's going to, you know, Michael B. Jordan is in uh, college trying to get through and he's going to have to go through a lot of hazing. And uh, the lantern situation is going to come up in the the sake of uh, someone thinks that because of the way he handles this with grace and and walks away from it, uh, he is worthy of the, the lantern. Uh, light, lightest, darkest night with um, something that's inappropriate because I said darkest night and it's black comedy. Thank you. <laughs> and what is your title? Oh, uh, um, my title is called Why's It Gotta Be a Green Lantern? 
Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I take that back. I take it back. It's now called Darkest Night. Yeah, I was going to say, I was thinking like, you said the title like three times, I swear. No. That's the obvious solution. No. No. Uh, uh, Ryan, and Ryan is now divorcing me. <laughs> yeah, um, I that that sounds good so far, but I'm I'm still skeptical about uh, about Jamie Fox. Uh, pitch me why why he makes sense for this film, and I want you to stub your toe mid answer. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it's very hard to see Jamie Fox not being the charismatic uh, lead, but mm-hmm. I think it makes sense for him to go in the villain role because uh, I think he's good at you know really stretching his chops. <laughs> <laughs> You okay there? I stubbed my toe. Thank you for asking. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh! You're welcome. <laughs> I'm fine. Thank you. Why were you walking around during your pitch? It, it helps the thinking. It helps oh, the thinking yeah. process. D- Diana's very animated in her. <laughs> yes, that's true. Diana, you get to pick an executive, and the two of you must act out a romantic scene from your movie. Go. Izzy, quick. <laughs> Reenact a romantic scene with me. Oh green, oh, green Lantern, I love you so much. Hey, girl, you know who I look like? Who? Michael B. Jordan. <gasps> you totally look like Michael B. Jordan. Oh, I swear oh, you're oh. actually Jamie Foxx. You're welcome. And <laughs> scene. I was saying you're Jamie Foxx, babe. Oh, I'm Jamie. So, so then everyone out there can picture Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx in a oh. muscular scene. Oh, I thought you were going for <laughs> they look alike with, with Jamie Foxx's voice. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jamie Foxx. Well, exactly. It's it's a natural ending to this whole like conflict. <laughs> they start out fighting but it turns out they were actually lovers the whole time you didn't mention this was directed by M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> it's like a redemption arc but sexy <laughs> look would you guys not pay to see uh, Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx make out yeah. is that what happened in that uh, shoot what was it called that uh, um, that one where he's defending Michael B. Jordan is defending Jamie Foxx on uh, death row that, that, that doesn't end that way Wait, was Jamie Foxx in that one? I want to uh, say he was in that one. Yeah, like Serving Justice or I don't know. So was, <laughs> a title straight out of one of these games. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. J- Judging Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know Jamie Foxx was in that one. I know it was like Michael B. Jordan's like first directing thing, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, Diana, I, I, I got a little thing too. I, I'm just curious. Which of us executives would be the worst person to make this reboot, and why? Well, considering Ryan the executive is wanting me to stub my toe as I get... I don't think any of his ideas will work in the writer's room. <laughs> Come on, that was comedy gold. <laughs> yes, but it's a black comedy. It has to be a little bit more on point instead of just, ow, my toe. It has to be like... That's pathos. They should stub their toe in every scene. Okay, you just said pathos, so therefore I think you <laughs> do not belong in the comedy writing Aww. genre. Yeah, you're right. It should be more of a houseplant. <laughs> pathos is pathos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But besides, not everything can be a Three Musketeers remake, okay? Take your pathos elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It took a minute. <laughs> no, he was in Robin Hood. He was in Robin. That's right. That's right. He's the man with the iron fists in Robin. Oh, that's right. 
him and him and uh, I was gonna say Dorian Gray, but it's it's uh what is uh Christian Gray. Jamie Dorian Gray, I believe, is his name. (laughs) No, seriously, think about it. Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, and Wesley Snipes as the three musketeers, and Rihanna can be a D'Artagnan. I'm so fucking. I'm sold. Oh my god, that's really good. (laughs) Oh no, she's the milady, milady, whatever. Oh no, I want her to be D'Artagnan. Damn it. We'll make a Orlando Bloom uh, milady. There we go. With that long Guys, Orlando hair. Bloom's coming back to theaters. It's called Gran Turismo. Check it out. No. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, now our contestants get 30 seconds to pitch you one last time on their vision. Uh, who went first? Did you go first? Yeah, you go first. All right, I did. I need my cards I back. They're at the bottom of the pile. Uh, you don't so remember? I, don't remember. <laughs> I know it's a Medea story, and it's got Harrison Ford in it. See, that's all you need. No, uh, hold on. All right, everybody. You know you guys want to invest in the Medea story. The World War II tragedy about Medea starring George Lopez and Harrison Ford. And again, we're not going to let anybody know. We're going to keep it under wraps which one of them plays Medea. This is going to be like taking place in a movie theater. World War II in a movie theater. Just like in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Uh, But think more like The Grinch Who Stole Christmas meets West Side Story. This is what you want. It's going to be a musical. Vote now for the Medea story. All right. And I guess I'm next. Uh, hey, guys, it's Steve here. Dream Fister. I mean, obviously, just by title alone, you want to see this one in the largest theater you can. I'm thinking IMAX 3D. You want to see Jet Li fight up against Jason Statham as Taylor Swift watches. It's going to bring a tear to your eye when the, the father shows up. And it's gonna be great i mean it's also gonna be hilarious you're gonna be crying the whole damn time in this little stoner comedy set in a bird's nest i mean (laughs) i mean remember karate kid meets space jam the kids will love it too all the demographics dream fister coming this fall and uh ryan all right it's good fashion the all the political machinations uh, of uh of goodfellas set in the uh you know set against the exploitative world of high fashion you can see rihanna as henrietta hill uh narrating directly to the camera <laughs> and and wesley snipes as robert de niro beautiful as the actor robert de niro not the not as the a, yeah it's a it's yeah it's more fourth wall stuff you know <laughs> and i'm sorry what was that name good fashion that's right that's right Diana. I present to you Darkest Night. Uh, It'll have a a few laughs, but more importantly, it's going to have the star-studded power, and I use the word stud purposefully, of Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. Just imagine a young, you know, want-to-be Green Lantern, you know, in a college frat, just trying to uh, make his way through and uh, trying to get past these uh, a-holes of a a Wolf of Wall Street type of situation here and becoming one of the best um and by best i mean fourth or fifth tier dc heroes darkest night and now the winners okay are we gonna put this to an internet poll <clears throat> yeah we are gonna put this in internet. but i also need you guys to send me your answers uh by text or whatever but uh let's go one million dollars five million dollars ten million dollars Ooh. You assign one, five, or ten to each of, uh, you, you know, whichever non-your movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh. like if you think mine's the best, you give me ten. If you think the, you know, somebody else's is the best, give them five. Da da da. 
and then you send me the answers and I'll compile them and then we'll also put them up on Twitter and stuff like that. So and... we'll know what kind of budgets go with these movies so then we'll let the people decide. That's right. And whoever has the highest budget wins. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's how the game's played here. Like, how, how you find a winner. It's like, you have everybody around the table like, all right, th- I'm going to give this person, you know, this, 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 and then they add them all up and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. okay. So yeah. like, so like each million is a vote, so I can give you know one five, one ten. Wait, one 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 it, it, you, one you five, give, one ten. Okay, it's one five and ten, and you yeah. give each of those to one person. Yeah. Got it. I did not realize I would have to be passing judgment on other people's pitches, and <laughs> I wish I was taking notes on that as well. Well, this is super serious, so I hope. You yes. Know. Yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Strangely, I think the most offensive is Harrison Ford as possibly Medea. <laughs> <laughs> or George Lopez as Medea. Alright. <laughs> nice. Steve, insert cool music uh, like do 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 remix do 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 What about what 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 Uh, also diana just to clarify darkest night uh with or without a k at night with a k i assume so okay perfect just don't want to mess with your vision you know as a studio (laughs) executive i already already messed with my own vision i'm back (laughs) this should prove interesting of like how much of this you'll actually leave in for the sake of like bloopery in this mm-hmm. oh yeah i mean you know there'll be stuff in there you know me. <laughs> you know how i do we are at your mercy basically yeah. well well unfortunately the most offensive stuff is in the main content so <laughs> <laughs> oh and while you guys are finishing that up you've heard them gloat now go out and vote follow all these wonderful podcasts and follow us on twitter facebook and patreon at eilf movies and if uh and of course on patreon oh, god damn it steve you need to proofread your stuff all right <laughs> steve proofread your shit yeah. uh to make sure to follow follow us so you can uh vote for who <laughs> vote for your favorite of these four uh ridiculous reboots and of course on patreon for that incredible second chance to vote and uh when the next episode rolls around we'll have a winner and uh yeah what are they you may be wondering what do they win steve well i'm glad you asked because once the votes are tallied and victor is decided you can win a brand new carbon based art print of their choosing by the mystical alluring collection of untidy venus available at untidyvenus.etsy.com or other places because fuck etsy and of course you win bragging rights and really isn't that what it's all about it is what it's all about and if yep. you would like to be a contestant reach out to us at eilf movies for your chance to play Alright, uh, so on behalf of Ryan, Diana, the lovely Izzy, our incredible studio audience, the entire Castaways Network, and all our fans across the globe, I'm Steve Love, and join us next time for May of Movies!